2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Force will be with you. Always. Always.
3: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Star Wars Alliance podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Clay. And with me, like always, is, of course, Katie. How are you doing today, Katie?
1: You know, I'm good. I have a job now. Very important.
3: Yes, yes. start
1: next week, it's going to be legendary. I hope. It is.
3: It is so good. It did seem a little rocky, though, uh, just because of what you were uh, messaging us about as far as... uh, not knowing if podcasting was still in the cards, you know? That was kind of scary. Yes.
1: Thankfully, they're okay with that. Um, and honestly, I would probably have just gone, Hey, Travis, can you donate this to a charity
0: that's <laughs> to Katie
1: Rinschler?
3: <laughs> um, no,
1: but in all seriousness, obviously, I got everything approved. So we are good to go.
3: It's all good.
1: Next Monday
3: now i will say i have some homework tonight i've already said uh this to heinz as well for our dca later tonight so i kind of want to just jump right into this of course we are a part of the geek ultimate alliance network um which has eight shows seven days a week haven't done this intro in a while sorry kind of got tripped up in my own brain there um of course uh we have Uh, Four of those shows on a bi-weekly schedule. I'm sorry if I'm a little echoey. I've been trying to get all of my stuff into this room, and it just hasn't happened. Moving, guys. And also, I've said this on DCA. Might as well say it on every show that I'm a part of because I have a different audience for each one. Uh, Not only have I been moving, but uh, it was just announced and uh, just, you know, found out that I will become a father. So... It was so funny. Before I finished the the GUA plugs, after I told my GUA family um, well, most of the GUA family, I had to go to the GUA family that I haven't been talking to in a while. So I went ahead and I talked to Nathan and I was like, <laughs> man, us Star Wars hosts like we, we just have some bad luck or something.
0: <laughs>
3: and he, he I sent him the picture of the positive pregnancy test and he immediately goes, wait. Is Katie pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) Why would you (laughs) say that?
0: (laughs) Why would you
1: say that, (laughs) David? David, I just want to know what went through your head, man. I
3: I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) know. But I was like, no, dude. That was me. Oh, wait. I mean, my wife. oh uh, we had a good laugh about it it was great um but yeah i'm uh, i'm gonna be a dad in nine months or so um katie is holding me to it i'm not allowed to watch the flash while my wife is in the hospital
1: no um, not allowed <laughs> not allowed i will come to texas and i will beat your ass <laughs> If you
3: hey are at hey, the I heard
1: while you're with, while your
3: I have heard I've heard the first child can take up to forty eight hours worth of labor. You so, need to
1: be with her the full th- labor time. <laughs> Not allowed. She goes into labor. She is your sole focus until she uh, gives you permission to go see the movie.
3: Uh, I'm gonna have to see if I can find like a, a a a copy. You know, in the back of a truck or something. I guess. Just yep. on, on the side of the bed watching that. Anyway, four shows on our bi-weekly schedule. First one starting off on Sunday's a Slice of Film with Katie. Um, coming that back is, in
1: April, by the way. I coming back, back in April.
3: Word. Awesome, so. awesome. Uh, looking forward to it. And then, of course, on our bi-weekly schedule as well is World's Finest True Believers, which just dropped recently um, with both me and Chris. Um, we did a Creator Spotlight. Talking to three, well, technically four creators on uh, a specific crossover event over at Image Comics called Massive. So go mm-hmm. check that out. Really, really fun interview. One of the creators actually put me on the spot for a second. It was really, really fun. Um, so go check that out. Of course, our next lineup is uh, Power Ranger, uh, Ranger Alliance, the Power Ranger show with me, Joe, and uh, Jake talking everything Power Rangers. And then, of course, the last one on our bi-weekly schedule is, of course, A Walk Through the Multiverse with Joe on Saturdays. The uh, weekly uh, shows, of course, are DC Alliance, Superhero Discussions, Us, Star Wars Alliance, and Marvel Alliance. Now, we are a listener and ad-supported network, so we will have ads in this show, which means that uh, if you don't want ads, you can either join us here on YouTube, So you can just watch at us as we stare at you just awkwardly while we wait for those pauses. And uh, you could also join our Patreon. $1 tier just says a thank you, but $5 gives you that exclusive content without ads um, for the early shows as well. So go check those out. Um, The solo feeds for our network are Star Wars, DC, and Marvel Alliance. So if you want to listen to those separately, you can. Or you can just join... Geek Ultimate Alliance and listen to everything under the sun. Whew. Alright. Now, along with all of that, let's go ahead and jump into things. Um, I kind of just put it out there, especially in the uh thumbnail. So let's go ahead and talk about.
1: I don't even know what the thumbnail is.
3: It isn't is <laughs> the the jo- show me <laughs> is the John Watts news. Um, With the High Republic, oh, yes. from from New York web slinger to a galaxy far, far away, John Watts has been confirmed to at least be directing one episode of this High Republic show. Katie, how do you feel about this?
1: Now, we say confirmed. It has not been confirmed by StarWars.com. It is Quote, unquote,
3: confirmed.
1: So, every quote, everything's a rumor until proven by StarWars.com. Um, True. So, I feel pretty good. I think some of his cinematography might be better fitted to, better fit, it might be a better fit for television uh, versus film, so it could be a good move. Um, and, I mean, I think he's done really well with the high school scenes uh, from Spider-Man in particular, uh, so that could translate really well towards a kid-focused show, which the higher public show seems to about um and remember the show is supposed to start shooting this summer and okay I'm, I'm gonna play down isn't he supposed to be doing fantastic four yes so and and i think it all kind of depends on dr strange because there's some rumors that read the reed richards from that will be for fantastic four so but he also doesn't
3: yeah, there's conflicting reports on that because they said that there might be a, you know, Reed Richards that is not in the MCU universe and actually a variant. And so we're going to meet that uh, Mr. Fantastic later and all sorts John of stuff. John
1: Krasinski, that's my vote. And,
3: <laughs> and I I think that this is still okay because for one, if it's just one episode, it's not like he's directing an entire movie and so then he still has room to move around his schedule to be able to do this um i after what i saw in no way or yeah no way home i'm pretty confident in what he can do um i am excited for this just because this show seems to be moving forward pretty quickly and people can say that's maybe a bad thing because it's probably going to be rushed I just feel it's a good thing because we're getting more star Wars content. Now yes. it won't be advertised until the week of, but
2: <laughs>
1: I'm excited
3: for it.
2: <laughs> I,
1: I said this on, um, I don't even, Oh gosh. Um, Josh, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, I was on a podcast with him. He and I used to work together in revenge of the fans. And he brought me on to talk about, uh, book of Boba Fett, uh, the Super Secrets HQ is the podcast name. Found it. Um, but I was on there and I, um, I I came up with something good there. So I just want to repeat it here. I, I think Star Wars is going to have to learn to accept average if we want more shows to come out and be okay with not everything being top level. Um, because if you continue to go, oh, well, everything must be excellent. Everything's got to be top of the game. Then you're just, you're always going to just be left unhappy. So if you well, can start was... accepting average stuff like Book of Boba Fett, I think we both agreed Book of Boba Fett was more average. Mm-hmm. I think if you can accept, okay, we got Star Wars television and you know, there was some pretty good stuff in it, then I think you'll be a lot happier long term and we'll start getting more Star Wars content if the rest of the fan base can go, yeah, you know what, we got some good stuff out of that.
3: I think, for one, uh, I have met perfectionists before. I am for sure not a perfectionist. <laughs> I am a close enough, and I'm good. Like Woo! that is that is who I am. Uh, mm-hmm. But I have met some perfectionists in my life, and they are either always stressed out, always worn out. Like it's 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 not a fun time for perfectionists. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I am on, I'm on anti-anxiety meds now for my perfectionism. Thank you very much.
3: I think uh, the, in, in the realm of how we look at Star Wars content, I think it's okay to say, hey, we need top-notch Star Wars films. Cool. Yes. Now, in a weird way, I think that we should look at TV shows, both live action and in animation. I think that we should have... A almost like filler look at those things, and it would be okay if like ah this is you know feeding my hunger for Star Wars content, so I am content with that content, you know. Uh, and I think that's how we should be looking at these things. Now, you know, we do get some some stinkers, unfortunately, like the Bad Batch, but you know, we 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 we. we we just move on. We move forward with it, and hopefully, we keep getting more content. And like you said, as long as it's average, as long as it's not like the worst show in all of existence, I think we'll be okay. So, of course, Chris Balga coming in here, I expect mm-hmm. perfection from Star Wars. If they're only, uh, if they only realize Zack Snyder is the blueprint. Hey, maybe, maybe. Lucasfilm will see Rebel Moon and be like, holy shit, this was actually a good idea. We made a mistake. And then Zack Snyder will run all of Star Wars.
1: Well, Snyder pitched Rebel (laughs) Moon to Star Wars before Lucas sold to Disney.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: So, And he just got... Denied. I wish he'd come back, but I don't know if he wants to play ball under the Disney banner or not.
3: Well, no, uh, I think I think more so, and I, we're not going to stick on this for too long, but <laughs> I, I think because this conversation can go all sorts of places. But I think because of what happened at WB, he is more comfortable with people who actually let him do whatever he wants. And right now, Netflix is doing that for him. And so he's, you know, now that doesn't mean that he can't come around and be like, okay, you know, I've always wanted to play in this sandbox. Let me play with this one episode. Like if if I find out that he is like the cinematographer on one episode of The Mandalorian in two years, holy shit, you know? I yeah. mean, that would be really freaking cool. But I think right now he's doing his own thing. That's fine. But as far as John Watts bringing it back... I,
1: I just want to point out real quick that clay is over here and he's recording a star Wars podcast and a DC podcast tonight. And he's in the wrong uniform.
3: I know my, (laughs) my Mandalorian shirt is in the wash. (laughs) I was hoping it would be finished by the time that it would, you know, be today. Unfortunately didn't happen, but bringing (laughs) bringing it back to John Watts. Um, I don't think I have seen much of his stuff. I would have to actually go and look into his IMDB to see what he's done outside of Spider-Man. But I've enjoyed it, what he has put in the MCU. Now, I know that uh, Snell, uh, Travis Snell, is you know a little iffy on some of his stuff that he's done with Spider-Man. He's iffy on what he will do in Fantastic Four. And because of that, probably iffy on what he will do in the High Republic Star Wars show but i'm confident as like if it's just one or two episodes and not like hey we're going to helm you the entire thing i don't think you should have to worry that much especially with the high republic being a piece of star wars that is so far away from everything that we've been dealing with something that we've been wanting is mm-hmm. you know going so far back or so far into the future to stay away from the quote unquote skywalker saga I think it'll be fine, and I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Um, He hasn't done a lot. Uh, He directed Clown, which is a rated R film. Cop Car, if IMDb would load, is also a rated R movie Um, with Kevin Bacon. Uh, I don't recognize anybody else in there. Um, And then his next one was Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home.
3: Oh wow, uh, so he doesn't have a lot on his filmography.
1: He has a lot of like TV shows and shorts.
3: Okay. Well then this so. is his realm of expertise. And that's that's even better. If he if he is more so in the ballpark of, you know, playing around with TV, playing around with shorts, you know, I, I short films, I think this will I think this will be great.
1: Yeah, um, the latest thing he shot is for The Old Man, where he directed one episode, and then before that, his last TV uh, appearance was in 2011, so, oh no, I'm sorry, 2012, so it's been almost 10 years since he's directed. Um, A TV show. Yeah. Hmm. okay. He'll be good. Not,
3: not too bad. Um, but do you want to go into Lego Star Wars now or do you want to take a first break? What do you think?
1: Um, let's go ahead and dive in, I think. Okay.
3: Yeah, I don't think it'll be too, too long. Um, so the uh, people over, at, I think it was the Fan Fest that this yes. was uh, debuting at. Um, and IGN put this out. Uh, so did Lego, the official YouTube for Lego, uh, put this video out. And it's just an overview of the game. Uh some of the developers talking about uh the game itself, the designers, the the sound designer, the actual uh model developers and things like that talking about the game overall, uh what brought them inspiration with some things. Um I know Katie uh just <laughs> recently watched it. Um but <laughs> we y'all, I've we texting... had some
1: sort of like virus or something. Is like I've been beat up for the past couple of days, and yesterday was Matt's birthday, so oh, I had to do that stuff. So.
3: Happy birthday, Matt! Um, we him... uh we were texting the other day, and I was like, oh shit, maybe I should watch that real quick. And I didn't watch it that entire day, even though I said we should <laughs> probably watch it. And then the very next day, I was like, oh crap, then yeah, you know, let's go ahead. Mm-hmm. And then I sent it to you via text, <laughs> and I was like. Hey, and I, re- I remember that you have a Mac. So I was like, oh, this will also send to her Mac. So that way she can watch it on a bigger screen. And you still didn't do it.
1: Y'all, I have been so worried about <laughs> job stuff.
0: And <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they no. sent it
1: to me Monday. And I was like, I had one last interview Monday. And it was, <laughs> I, and then like I had to sign the paperwork. And then I actually, actually signed the wrong paperwork. So then they had to send me another copy of the paperwork. So I'm all good now. But Monday was a mess and then yesterday I felt like crap plus the birthday.
2: So.
3: I think you I think you sent me a message immediately after I sent it and you're like I'll deal with this after the interview stuff. So that's totally fine. <laughs> and technically you have now. Um Yay. but overall, I think with this, um there wasn't a whole lot of new gameplay. There was some random cut scenes that, you know, we're just showing off some of the uh, things that they were specifically talking about. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing that I am going to love about this game, it really does seem like, is the sound design. Me, as an yeah. audio engineer, um, the lead sound designer was talking about how um, they've put so much into this game, especially now with actual voice acting and the you know just the blasters. I think one of the craziest things about sound design is how much Lucasfilm has... Or Skywalker sound has really paved the way for sound design like for almost everything nowadays. But uh one of the cool things that I that I saw in the video was uh there is a uh, pew-pew uh
1: mode where every
3: single every single time you shoot something, it just goes
1: pew pew pew. And I'm assuming the lightsaber does the same thing where it's like...
3: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be so great. It's it's all these sounds from, like, your mouth, which is really, really fun. Um, there is also mumble mode. We've talked about that before. Um, but they have brought that back into this. Because... I do just want to
1: apologize to the voice actors. I'm sure y'all did a great job. But mumble mode is is half the reason I come to these games. I'm just kidding. But, like, seriously, though... I probably will only play this in mumble mode.
3: <laughs> See, I think I will probably play it all the way through with actual voice acting, um, because one of the mumble other like things story mode. Yeah, uh, one of the things that they also talked about, uh, just some of the smaller uh, pieces of detail. Uh, that I'm going to really appreciate is like when your character puts on a helmet, you can actually, yeah. you know, sound, you know, it sounds different from when they don't have the helmet and things like that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this now. I still need to decide. I think I need to decide sometime within the next few weeks uh, because this does guys come out April 5th. Um, I need to find out which console I'm getting this for. I I still don't know.
1: I'm getting this for I well I've pre-ordered it for my PS4 for two years now, so that's what I'm getting it on. Um, I could get it on my Switch, I guess, and do that instead. But I grew up playing PlayStation. It's it's just. I'm, I'm used afraid.
3: To. I'm afraid that this game may be a little too big for the Switch, though. That's my problem. Is that I think that yeah. with updates and everything else, that this game will eventually get too big and it'll be harder to play on the switch than it would be a playstation or an xbox Um, i would
1: agree i i think it's gonna get too big though granted i got the biggest switch but like my playstation i think has like 500 gigabytes on it so and
3: honestly i think majority of the gua does have playstation so i might just get Mm -hmm. it for the playstation so that way if any of us want to play together we can all play together
1: yeah Cause I I know Matt's not going to want to play with it with me. And (laughs) and like, it sucks because now that I have this new job, I can't take it off the day after it releases. But then we're supposed to go to a wedding the following weekend. So I'm literally going to just be playing this at night. Like, Literally, I may just give you the day off, and I might just like ha- have Matt help me figure out how to stream it, and what will stream to the Geek first, like me playing. Through shit. Like,
3: Actually, I would not. I would not be against it, to be completely honest. If if our if our show that day, if we can work it out, uh, no promises, people, no promises. <laughs> but if we can work it out with the GUA, uh, if we can make our uh, podcast for that day a actual. A stream of the game i think that would be fine chris says switch all the way never a question about it sbub says most games on the switch are too big for the switch and then chris says <laughs> if you had it on switch you could take it with you to the wedding
1: so and i yes i agree with this but my problem is is that i have really bad eyesight and so when the power went out a couple weeks ago matt and i were like okay well what are we gonna do so we tried to play mario kart on the switch And I hated it. I hated the tiny screen. So...
3: Which is understandable. (laughs) Which is totally understandable. But I will say this. One thing that uh, we are doing in this apartment. Now, I do have a TV mounted in my living room. But I am ordering a second dock for my Switch. So that way I can attach it to the projector that I have in my bedroom. And so... When we're too lazy to go into the living room <laughs> and play the switch, I can just play it on the projector on the wall in my bedroom. That's so nice. maybe you should just get a projector and everything will work out.
1: Anyway, and tote the projector to my mother-in-law's house. I don't know if she'd appreciate
3: that, <laughs> and, see, and that. But- and that's another thing also, like you're going to a wedding. See me, I would be the bad friend. That like during the ceremony would just be like sitting down, (laughs) playing like it. I remember days of me and my dad going to church. And while everything is going on in church, my dad is literally on his phone gambling (laughs) in church, playing poker.
1: Oh, my God. It was great.
3: It was great. It was hilarious. Um, But yeah, I feel like I would be the bad friend doing that. And it's not like you're a kid trying to, like, hey, you need to, like, be focused on something other than nothing. Otherwise, you'll, Mm -hmm. you know, run around and, you know, be stupid in the middle of a wedding. Here's your switch. You're a grown adult. So you just look like an asshole when you're just like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, you know, congratulations. Cool. All right, cool. It's it's
1: Matt's friend. And it's Matt's friend from uh, video games as love says gotta get those, those gold bricks, bricks. <laughs> uh, your friend joe took a 3ds to a stripper like a, a strip club what hey he said gentleman's club but you know
3: I'm- i mean it's the same thing but honestly when you got a game you got a game you know it's like Hey, it it like hey, it's nice dollar bill, dollar bill. But let me go play some Pokemon real quick, you know?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, like I just got somebody working on me, and I'm just over here like <laughs> playing with my 3 Like, You know, gotta do
3: it, gotta do what I gotta do. Oh man, but yeah, I I am super excited about this game. I think uh, I am now convinced that I definitely need. You know, honestly, what will probably happen? Honestly, I will probably play this game on the PlayStation and think, you know, who would like to play this? My wife. And then I will have to buy it on the Switch. So I'm probably <laughs> going to buy two copies of it, honestly. Um, so yeah. But
1: then you can like introduce it to her on the PlayStation and like get a feel for it and then like kind of go from there. And then you could potentially find it on sale. So
3: well, I mean, honestly, though, Switch games are never on sale. That's the problem. Oh. is Nintendo never has anything on sale. it's it's rough, you know, but I I like I said, super excited about this game, probably gonna get it on the PlayStation first thing uh, and we will talk to uh, everybody at the GUA to see if we cannot plan uh, a stream because that would be really, really cool. Um, now let's go ahead and take our first ad break possibly our only ad break Mm -hmm. um, because we're just going to have this small discussion uh, that I have been planning out and uh, I'm going to see what you feel about it, Katie. So let's go ahead. Uh, We do not choose these ads. We don't choose how many times they repeat themselves if they do or how loud the volume is. So just remember to lower that volume just a little bit and we will be right back. I was thinking, I can't remember what the guys over at Geek First said to make me really think about this. But they were talking about Kenobi. They were talking about, you know, just Star Wars in general because the the High Republic show came up um, with them talking about it. And I had this really weird idea. Now, I got some back up as far as like information on how it works in a different franchise and i want to see if it if this will work here so what do you think of the idea of star wars as a franchise going the route of star trek with different timelines
1: how many times i gotta say that i approve of this
3: have we you talked about talk- this?
1: Yes. I have said this several times with Legends where I'm like, okay, if you wanted to sa- satisfy multiple pieces of the franchise. I don't remember
3: us having this conversation. Was I, this in I our visions conversation?
1: This, no, no, I think this has been more recently. I don't remember. But I've specifically said, like, you could totally, like, even if you just chose to do the books and just go, okay, yeah and we introduce one book that says oh okay if you choose it's like a make your own adventure and you go okay Luke chooses this path then you go down legends or oh, and if you choose this path then you go down canon or, or whatever path name you want to give that well, and the then the, the you way can i really everything.
3: the way i really see it because i went ahead and i i, I asked one of our mini star trek Uh, uh, fanatics here in the GOA, one of them being Sarah, the other being Chris. Uh, I went ahead and messaged Chris um, I think it was last night or this morning, I can't actually remember, Um, but I asked how many timelines do they have? And technically there are two and technically there is a third with like a mirror verse thing that is kind of along the same trajectory of another timeline and whatever. So it's still a little wonky to me personally. But of course, Trekkies, they, they watch this stuff and they're like, oh, it totally makes sense. Now, I think this makes sense. More so because the fact that there is such a divide on what people want when it comes to Star Wars. Because the whole thing with the book of Boba Fett, everybody loved. The fact that Luke Skywalker was there, but then you had that, you know, that small group of people that was like, oh, well, this isn't even Book of Boba Fett. This is, you know, Mandalorian season three. And it, you know, it really wasn't even about them. It was all about Luke Luke Skywalker. And then people on Twitter were like, my hero is back. Luke Skywalker is (laughs) back. And. We've talked about this numerous times. We want to veer away from the Skywalker Saga because we're just going to be circling the same stories over and over and over and over again, which I'm starting to sound a little bit like a parrot here because I said this last night via, well, not last night, two nights ago via DC Alliance. It's going to get boring. Now, Katie is grabbing A crap ton of books right now, people who are not here in the YouTube. Um, What I say in the YouTube, man, how old am I? Jesus. Um, So, holy shit, Katie, like, I understand you have a lot of books. What's going on?
1: (laughs) Okay, so this gets us approximately. Wait, hang on.
3: Oh, so, so, okay, no, no, no. (laughs) So, so take this. Joe says, Everything pre abrams is one timeline, so we would have the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy being one timeline. then you have the novels, which would be the legends timeline right yes. and then and then you have uh the new Canon timeline via books of like, uh, what so okay. So I've never asked you this before, I don't think so. There is the High Republic,
1: the High Republic.
3: What is everything that is technically within the timeline of the Star Wars, you know, franchise? Canon. It, that's all it is. There's there's nothing Cannon. that they.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, all there is.
3: Okay, there it's is, just it's just canon. The
1: Del Rey timeline. There is the Disney timeline. I'm sorry, Del Rey is both of these shelves.
3: Yeah. But oh, so, Joe, we're not talking about Star Trek. the The <laughs> Kelvin timeline is its own thing. You, you, I mean, you are technically correct, but even so. Like, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe you can have the three trilogies as their own timeline. And then you have the legends as another timeline. Then you have the novels as their own timeline. Because, you know, the famously, Snell always says, the books are canon until they're not. You know? So, because things have been tra- contradicted before, apparently. So... Yes. I so, I genuinely think that it could work. Ten.
1: Fifteen.
3: <laughs> oh no! What have 20, I got myself 24, into?
1: Twenty-four. <laughs> Twenty-eight. Thirty. Thirty-one. Thirty-two. Thirty-three. Thirty-four. Thirty-five. Thirty-six. Thirty-seven. Thirty-eight. Thirty-nine. Forty. There are forty books in this section that you could consider New Republic, which. Is by my definition everything pre Fong and after Return of the Jedi, or okay. if you wanted to put it into context, because this is the end. This is so this is the beginning, Zach. This is the middle, and this is the end. I, I got them out of order, but it was easier to see the piles this way. Okay. Um, so you could consider the truce of Bakura, like Luke trying to figure out his identity to. Um, Jedi Sunrise where he is officially married to Mara and he's figured out his identity as a person. And like at being able to have a personal life while also having a Jedi life. So there's plenty of fucking content that <laughs> they could go with. Heck, if they wanted to do I'm going to continue Legends timeline and I'm going to continue a canon timeline but you know what? I want to add a fucking third timeline just for shits and giggles.
3: Like, well, no, you no, could do that. The- one of the biggest things that gives that that gives this argument more i guess what's what's the word i'm looking for more uh uh, uh 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 more what credence credence yes what gives it more credence is the fact that there's technically time travel that is like canon into star wars
1: yes. they've created
3: it World, themselves Yes, it's a thing. and I think although people may think that it's, you know, convoluted, that it could get messy, Star Trek has been able to do it, and it makes sense, and people are satisfied being Trekkies. Star Wars fans are never satisfied, but I just, I need to see this come through, because I genuinely think that it could work.
1: Hello, Derpy Gaming. He says, a wise Boba Frick once said, hey, hey. hey. Um, No, I think it's perfectly possible. And if you wanted to go, okay, I want to be able to give people a lead into into what book, into what timeline they think would fit their personality best. If you're looking for one big hero, or if you're looking for multiple stories of good characters, then I think that's perfectly plausible. And where you do like a choose your own adventure and you go, uh, you do at the very end where it's like, um, if you want to continue this adventure, follow this timeline. And you just like do it that way. I think that would be a brilliant marketing scheme. And it would enable you to sell more Legends books to, to start a new timeline. Bring in more creative brains. Chris and I were talking about this. Well, Chris talked about it. Chris never responded to me. Um, but he's with Minoc Manor. I I know. i was just like <laughs> he he said. You know, I feel really lucky for the amount of Star Wars books that we were able that we're able to get per year because right now we've got we've got ten Star Wars books on the roster, and yeah. in the Legends timeline, we were lucky to get four. And that would be like a prequel, two prequel eras and two sequel era ones. Yeah. So we're very lucky to get the amount of Star Wars content that we have right now per year. Because I remember going, are you kidding me? That's the last book? What? And now we're getting like multiple trilogies and like doing all this kind of stuff. We're very blessed. But Star Wars also has a creator-centric problem, where they have problems getting people into Star Wars because of how violent fans are to the creatives involved in Star Wars. They will approach an author and go, hey, you want to write Star Wars? And they're like, uh-uh, not with those fans. no No. And if you give people more of an option and open your pathways, I think you have a lot more chance to bring more people in. We've got a lot of good people in with The High Republic, but uh, there, there could be more people involved. There could be more women authors involved. There could be more people of color involved in writing. So,
3: SBub says, I think there's another name for this idea you're pitching about lots of timelines and people S-Bub's, choosing what they want, see, or read. It's called fan fiction. Yes, S-Bub's, I still and don't no. want to
1: talk to you. So, because <laughs> you're supporting S- the people <laughs> who said that full circle cinema is tier six. In terms of (laughs) reporting. So, I'm just kidding. I love you. But like...
3: One one (laughs) thing... Yes, I will say. There is plenty of people making their own fan fictions of any franchise out there. But the problem is... With the franchise of Star Wars... It seems... It honestly seems... And I didn't really know this probably until I started to pay a little bit more attention to it being here in the GUA that it doesn't really seem like anybody's ever satisfied with the Star Wars content that they get. Like. No, for, because
1: for, we want perfect storytelling and it's not possible. So I it,
3: the, there <laughs> is no such thing as a perfect story. I mean I mean there is the Princess Bride, but I th- genuinely think it it's true. Princess Bride <laughs> is the perfect story. Sorry, it just is. Uh, I think that if you go the route of them announcing, because I will say this, them announcing that they are adapting Claudia Gray's book into a movie opens the door for so many possibilities. That book being the... Uh, Lost Stars. The Lost Stars. Yes. I think that this can then be like, okay, well, you took a canon book. Why can't we take a Legends book and do the exact same thing? Mm -hmm. You know? Now, that does mean that you would need to recast Luke Skywalker or if Mark Hamill was up and willing to do ADR... Because I will say this, yes, l- younger Luke Skywalker in the Book of Boba Fett looked great. He did not sound amazing. Yeah. As an audio engineer, he felt very monotone. He was it, it had it didn't have a lot Put
1: your why.
3: It didn't have emotion. And you can't really have emotion when you're created by a com- uh, by a computer. Yeah. You just can't. Um, so. I think that if Mark Hamill is up for it, as far as doing ADR, having a body double, having the deep fake guy from YouTube, you know, making his millions now um, with Lucasfilm, I think go for it. People want it, let's do it. But also make the content that newer fans are still wanting. Move past the sequel trilogy, have a story with Ray. Have a story with with Finn. Have a story with an older Grogu, you know? And then at the same time, you could also be doing the High Republic stuff. But you can also, you know, you could be doing so much more as a franchise giant as Star Wars is. And it doesn't really look like they're doing much.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree. Uh, But to Esbub's point with fan fiction... George Lucas absolutely 100% said Legends was fan fiction. He was just giving them the creative license to get paid for fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And like certain things, certain things from George Lucas were gone. Yes, you can do this, or no, you can't do this. Like uh, they wanted to kill Han Solo in Vector Prime, uh, which is the start of the Yuuzhan Bong New Jedi Order. Uh, series and George Lucas said no, but you can kill Chewbacca, so they killed Chewbacca instead. So, stuff like that was where George Lucas was involved, but otherwise, it was very heavy fan fiction. Um, and it was because so many people found themselves in Luke Skywalker. But I think it's important to remember that Star Wars is alive because of Star Wars Legends. I say it all the time, I know. But the only reason George Lucas was able to sell Lucasfilm for $4.2 billion was because of Star Wars Legends. Because people wanted to continue to come back to these stories and tell more of it. So Disney coming in and putting their foot down and going, no, you know what, we're going to start over. We're going to completely start over. You can do that all day long. But these fans were here for a reason. They were here because they related to Leia or they related to Han or they related to Luke. Because all of these books, I think of the 40... In that set that I showed you guys, if you were here on YouTube, um, there was maybe four or five that did not have a main three trilogy, uh, like Luke, Leia, or Han as the starring character.
2: Hmm.
1: And so every single one of those books revolved around those three. And when you get into New Jedi Order, it doesn't revolve as heavily around them, but it revolves around the solo children. And the main three are still a part of it. They're still main characters in the story. The New Jedi Order just expanded the roster of characters they were telling those stories for. Like the very last Legends book, uh, Crucible, I think is by Troy Denning. And that was supposed to be the send off for the main three. That was supposed to be the last. Uh, book that contained those three in Legends. and But it was a good send-off for them. So if it makes sense, it makes sense. But I think going back to the main point, I think Disney has to accept, okay, people come to Star Wars for different reasons and that's okay. You can like a part of Star Wars or you can dislike a part of Star Wars. If you have a thing that you like in Star Wars, Star Wars is here for you and that thing will always be there for you. Yeah. But I think it's okay for Star Wars to go, for Lucasfilm, Disney, Star Wars to go, hey, you know what? We want to have some more material on Luke Skywalker. And maybe we want to go in a direction of okay, here's your Luke Skywalker story and go off in that direction. Here, give us the choose your own adventure and pick a timeline. And, like they go through and they do I think that's a great idea you could have it for free Disney like seriously well, I was I was gonna free. ask
3: you I was gonna ask you to close out this episode of Star Wars Alliance <laughs> um if you were in charge of doing this to making these separate timelines what timelines would you choose and how many would there be
1: hmm I definitely think I definitely think you stick to two maybe three um and, and cuz like it's so hard because you can tell different stories across each one. Your legend series doesn't have to revolve around the main three. You can still have other stories integrated in there that don't revolve around the main three. So but i think if you wanted to to split it based off the main three then i think you have um i think you have four timelines and you have one focus on luke as the hero where he chose where he chooses to go about building the jedi order a different way like in legends and you do it that way and and then You have um, one kind of where we are now where Luke tries to stick very close to the Jedi order of the Republic instead of building his own path. And then I think you do one and and that those are what those two timelines are dependent on. Everything else kind of happens around those Han and Leia marry or don't marry. Whatever happens is based more on Luke Skywalker's choices in that uh, in those timelines. And then I think in the other two, you go based on at the end of Return of the Jedi, Leia either marries Han or she goes, you're not right. And I have to make the best decision for the new Republic that we're building Mm -hmm. and chooses to not marry him, doesn't build a relationship with him. One is based off the Han and Leia relationship. And then the other is based on them separating at the end of Return of the Jedi. I think those are the four timelines you go with um and everything kind of revolves around the main character's choices in those
3: so it sounds like you've been thinking about this a lot
1: (laughs) (laughs) actually no i came up with that on the spot because i was like oh yeah three but then i was like ah you know but i've always wanted to see what would happen if han and leia didn't build a relationship if leia said you know, I have to go with what I was trained to do from the Organas, and that is put my people first. I have to focus on the Republic. I've always wanted to see what what happened um, in that scenario. But then I, I mean, obviously we know what happens when Leia follows her heart, and we're going to get more into that um, in The Scoundrel and the Princess um, by Beth Revis when that comes out in August. But I think there's a lot of good ways that you can go about doing things um, and still make very pointed decisions about the timelines and think about okay but how does this affect this person yeah and i guess you could say okay you'd have to have like a main timeline um where
3: the way i the way i see it is because i thought of three as well your main timeline being the original trilogy That, I mean, it is solely what Lucas created was, and I guess you could say the prequel trilogy as well, because he still created that as well. So that, the from episode one to episode six is your main timeline. I would say the three other timelines that there would be is Legends, Sequel Trilogy, and High Republic. Keeping it very broad, but at that same time, with your legends, you have so much content to deal with. With your sequel trilogy, you have a brand new start of characters that people actually care about. And characters are still being introduced into that canon. You know, a la Grogu and possibly, you know... Well, technically, it is still canon to that timeline, but you would still have people like Ahsoka. You would have people like Ezra and all of them, you know, still in that timeline. Then in the High Republic, again, a new part of Star Wars that is very, very fresh, that as of right now is not, you know, Jedi versus Sith, it is, you know, somebody, you know, they're basically space terrorists. But I, I, I think those three broad timelines would actually be really, really fun to play around with.
1: So, okay. This is Crucible, by the way. This is my main timeline book that I reference for Legends. Okay. Um, so, fun fact... Actually, the High Republic fits in the Legends timeline because Legends timeline goes twenty, basically twenty six thousand before the Battle of Yavin. To flip the page, forty plus years BB or Aby. Okay, so you've got twenty six thousand years before. So you've got Phantom Menace at thirty two years before. The Battle of Yavin, And then the next books there are 33 BBY. Then you go 67 BBY. And then the next one is 1032 BBY. Mm -hmm. So with the High Republic actually happening 100 or 200. No, it's 150 years, isn't it? 150 150 years. years before the Phantom Menace you actually have the perfect gap right there in the Legends timeline to put High Republic in. So I think when you think timeline, you have to think full spectrum. And whether that's, okay, everything happens before, but then you have to split off at a specific point, which is why I chose Return of the Jedi. And you have either Luke Skywalker picks to do a new version of the Jedi Order, Luke follows the old Jedi Order, Han and Leia get married Han, Leia, split. (coughs) Not to say your idea isn't good, but with the timeline aspects, I think everything kind of flows together if you think about it that way, except the sequel trilogy.
3: Not necessarily. And the reason why I say that is, let's say High Republic was its own timeline. Things could change dramatically in the High Republic to make the Skywalker saga cease to exist.
1: Yes, very far points. So,
3: so that's I, that's what I'm saying.
1: I think you have to then pick something, though, and go, hey, this has to be our cutoff point. What causes things to split? What's the butterfly effect that happens? So,
3: Well, see, I didn't really think about it as a branching. I wasn't really thinking Loki-style, hey, we're <laughs> going to kill he who should not be named, or whatever his name was. Uh, freaking, uh, oh, um? shoot what kong yes kang
1: oh
3: not kong that's the that's the giant ape versus or the
1: dog toy you're such a dog parent
3: you were such a dog parent um no but i i think that uh I just thought about it in broad strokes. I wasn't thinking, okay, where is the fractured point? What is the, the nexus point, if you will, that branches everything out. I wasn't really thinking of it in that way. I was thinking, Hey, star Wars is our main source. Like star Wars, the creation of star Wars is the, you know, base of everything. And here is how we're going to split that. And it is, Okay, from from main Star Wars, looking, like I said, from episode one to episode six, the sequel trilogy can possibly happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: The uh, legend stuff could possibly happen. And then if you go backwards, High Republic can still possibly happen. Mm-hmm. Like, or it possibly did happen is the right phrasing. But because it is in the past and things can change, I think that it would be fun to see it as its own thing and then push forward to possibly, like, you know, hey, it could create new waves of, you know, Star Wars content.
1: Yeah, I I think that's fair. Um that's just for me. <laughs> I always like to source Chris because Chris unsliced a film or anytime we're discussing something always likes to go, Katie, nobody cares about that detail. I'm like, I am a nitpicker. I like tiny details. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to write a a, a recap for uh, the in game on NBC. And my recap to start off was I think fourteen hundred and fifty words. And I still have to put a review in this recap <laughs> And my my word cutoff is twelve hundred words.
3: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
2: yes.
1: I am I am a tiny nitpicker. I, I like little details. And so that's 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 my thought process. I mean <laughs>
3: but again, like if you had somebody with that kind of brain, then I mean either way could work. And that's and that's why I, you know, ho- you know, put down the question in our, you know, Star Wars alliance twitter account for the listeners is this a good idea to you do you want it to happen do you not want it to happen if you do what timelines would you appreciate more would, would you want to follow the original three which would, would you want to go off into new characters you know let us know oh, excuse me but with that i think that is it for our show tonight um of course you can always find me at fanboy clay on twitter look into the bio there is a link tree there with the link to all of our shows that i host our shows my shows that i host Uh, that being of course dc alliance batman news weekly ranger alliance and of course star wars alliance what about you katie
1: you can find me it's on the twitter it's at slice of katie you can also find my instagram account um at that same username um if you want to follow this show, it's on Twitter. It's at Star Wars Lines without the A in the war. It's very important. Don't forget it. Um, My other show um, is Slice of Film. Like I said, the beginning of the cast, uh, it is on Twitter. It's at Slice of Film one Please be paying attention to there because uh, we're going to drop an episode probably middle of March, um, just kind of explaining some of the changes coming to the show, uh, what you can expect, and what I'd like listeners to um, to kind of tell us uh, as we move forward. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, I I've been waiting to bring this show back. Um, my winter was busy, <laughs> and so things happened. Shit hit the fan, but now we're back, ready to roll. Um, so yeah, I, I hope you're ready. Uh, to get a slice. Uh, back a slice of film back into your, uh, podcast listening. So, uh, with that. Y'all, this has been a fun hour. Um, Make sure you tell us on Twitter um, or in the YouTube comments below uh, what do you think about multiple timelines for Star Wars? We look forward to sharing some responses next episode, uh, which we we will be here, as always, um, uh, Wednesday 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For now, though, I want to wish everyone a great day or night, whatever time day you're listening or watching, and we will see y'all next time. May the Force be with you.
3: See ya mm mm-hmm.